Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Come on, side, side, side. Hey y'all, this is Ed Lover, and this is Come On Side, the podcast now. I don't know if you guys know it out there, um, but I live between Chicago and Atlanta. I'm no longer in the New York City area. I'm here in Chicago doing um, radio on 104.3 Jams. If you go to the radio.com app, excuse me, you can hear it. We're on from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., which is Chicago time, which if you're on the East Coast, is an hour back. Um, and every now and then we get to do an interview that I like and I want to share with y'all. And uh, Jim BT, who's my co-host, and I got an opportunity to sit down and talk with Sinbad about his career, about everything that's going on with him, everything that he's been through. And it was quite interesting. And I wanted to share that with y'all. So, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast, without any further ado, our interview with the one and only very funny Sinbad. Come on, side, side, side. One zero four three Jam Chicago's number one for throwbacks. Me and Jen BT here for the Ed Lover Morning Show. Join us, Sinbad is here. Woo! Yo, the in the house, in the house. Yeah, house. you know what? It's, it's it's so cool to, to to see old friends that you haven't seen in a long time, and it's good to see you, bad. It man, really it's, is, it's man. It's good to be seen. Good not to be dead. That's right. <laughs> you know, not being. I've been dead. Well, how many times? They, I've been dead. How many times? I mean, I don't know how many times I go somewhere. Man, I thought you was dead. I thought you was dead. Really? Oh. Serious, man. Have you been dead on the internet? Oh, they I was one of the first celebrities to die. <laughs> I was one of the first ones. They, they killed me twice. They killed me on Thursday, and my daughter said, Dad, they killed you. Then on Monday, that one took. It stuck, and my daughter called me crying for school saying, I know you're not dead, but I just need to talk to you. So I milked it. I, w- I went and answer people's phone calls. People kept calling me, and people kept calling me. I said, I heard, you know, get that death message? Yeah. Hey, man, uh, give me a call, man. I just heard something, and... Uh, Hey man, could you call? I didn't call nobody for like two days. <laughs> oh, that yeah. is so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chicago loves you, Sinbad. Man, I love. I think my home is ninety miles from here. Uh-huh. A place called Ben Harbor, Michigan. So I spent most of my my life running through here. Right. How did How did David come become Sinbad from Ben Harbor, Michigan? It was you know that was my nickname because I love Sinbad movies. Okay. And I was coming. You didn't know you're too young. 
Maybe. Said, yeah, Can you yeah, educate yeah, yeah. me? <laughs> These were the first bad special effect movies ever made. Sinbad and Eye of the Tiger, Voyages of Sinbad. That's right. And I said, I'm, I'm going to be that dude because he traveled and he, and he had fun. I said, I'm going to be him. He was kind of a rogue, but he was still cool. I said, mm -hmm. I want that. But That's you're a basketball player, right? You're a I basketball play ball. Player, I play two music. Two letters in, 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 uh, in high school. I went, I went high school, and then I was all state in high school. I went to college, University of Denver, the worst four years of my life. Why? That's when I learned the politics of, of athletics. Okay. Going somewhere else. It was 1974, Colorado when that hit for black people, man. And I, I lost my mind. I mean, I became like straight up almost like Black Panther crazy. Wow. Yeah, but I was a musician. Before that, I was playing drums and uh. Love music. That's what I thought my thing was going to be. Okay. But ADHD, I didn't know what it was back then. Uh -huh. So I was trying to be Jacques Cousteau and uh, Burstikoff. <laughs> I, I didn't want to work hard, though. So those things didn't work. How did stand-up comedy get to you? Like, if you want to be a musician, you were a basketball player. How did you decide stand-up was it for you? I was always acting crazy. I didn't know. Remember, you're talking about the 60s and 70s. Nobody knew how to get to Hollywood. I didn't know how to get to New York. I didn't know how that worked. I thought I'd be doing something else. Somebody would see me. And say, hey man, you crazy. Y'all be in the movies. Right. So I didn't know it was Air Force. And is this true because of Star Star Search? Yeah. Was that how you got your start? No, I was I was already a comic on the road. Star Search, remember, Star Search was different than American Idol stuff. They look for people already working. Okay. People need that extra kick. We weren't like, hey man, if I lose this week, <laughs> this is the end. And that, oh, shut up. This ain't for you. <laughs> this ain't for you. Those shows can be fake, they can destroy dreams right. because it's not really what the game is about. Star Search was like, look man, I'm gonna get on this TV show and people gonna see me and I'm gonna make more money. Mm. And that's how we worked it. That's amazing. Yeah. And you beat Dennis Miller out on, on Star Search. Everybody sings with single out Dennis Miller. <laughs> there was a lot of people, but everybody singles out. Dennis Miller actually was shocked that I beat him. I mean, dude, he was like, I can't believe you beat me. I'm like, Did, dude, you... You think you just stand it for comedy? <laughs> you know, because some cats thought they were smarter than everybody else, right. you know? We tied. And when we tied, he goes, oh, man, if it's up to the audience, you'll win. I said, so you don't want the audience to like you? Wow. So wow. that's what happened. And you're such a household name. Like, I, you feel like family. You feel like a best friend. When you go around the street, do people just feel close to you? Because I remember the Sinbad show. That was yep. such a great show. And you just feel like that warm and fuzzy person. And you were playing the single man that took on two kids in your house. I, do you people know, feel comfortable with you automatically? I don't know about warm and fuzzy, but they know I'm real. I think people know I'm real. I think That's every it, time we real. go somewhere, people think, oh, man, I, you grew up in Brooklyn. Oh, man, you grew up in Philly. Because I become, I mean, I'm, I'm like a chameleon. Wherever I go, if you start talking, I even pick up your accent by accident. And mm -hmm. people think I'm making fun of them. But when I was younger, especially, I would just start talking back like people because it just, it's something I used to hear in my head. But wherever I went, I said, I'm going to be them. I'm not going to like, well, I'm from some, you know, people go somewhere, man, I ain't from here. Well, I'm not from here, but I'm going to become this. Like when I first got, New York, New York was a, it's, it's, a, it's a punch in your face when you're not from New York. When I first got in New York, man, y'all was, look, y'all was have New Yorkers have a whole different, yo, 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 dude, it was so aggressive. I was like, whoa. Man, hold up. Yo, whoa, whoa, man. Yo, man, you in line or what? What you doing? What you doing, man? I know you I know you sin bad, but your show canceled. And I was like, did he just insult me? Oh, yeah. And, and, and give me some love at the same time? <laughs> exactly. And that's when I realized New Yorkers were real. And I, I really fell in love with New York. That became my spot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You did a lot of your um, HBO specials in New York. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, the Paramount Theater. Yes. The Afros and Bell Bottoms was down there, man. People thought I was New Yorkers. I spent, I, I loved that city. You spent a lot of time yeah. in New York. Yeah, I definitely feel like I got a taste of New York from looking at all your TV shows and specials yeah. growing up. That's so great. Were you the first black comedian to do an HBO special? 
I was, yeah. I was, man, back then, even on the first co comics, it wasn't a lot of yeah, people doing Yeah, it wasn't a lot of people doing I was them. the first black correspondent center for the White House. Nobody knows about it. Wow. wow. It wasn't televised. It was for Bush Jr., uh -huh. and I didn't want to do it. And the black correspondents, the black newscasters begged me. They said, dude, this is our first chance we get to pick somebody. And I was like, look, man, they said, look, please, for us, for us. I said, I can't do it for y'all. And there were rules then. It was not televised. It wasn't some the big White thing. White House Correspondents. Co White House Correspondents Dinner. The president sat behind you, one person, one person turned around and looked at him. And, and uh, Mayor Pratt, the black female, was in the mayor of, of D.C. She was in trouble for like a spanking. She said she spanked her kids. Yeah. So I walked out. And I turned around to Barbara Bush. I said, you ever spank your kids? She said, yeah, all the time. I said, well, there we go. <laughs> and they said, he just, I mean, I was always a militant brother. Uh -huh. But it was no big thing. Now, you no, know, Barack Obama was funnier than every comic that ever hosted it. No kidding. No, no. He, for eight years, I don't know who wrote his stuff. <laughs> he killed for eight years. Comics were struggling yeah. to keep up with him. Wow. Yes. And he's got a funny bout. He, no, he, he got delivery. Yeah, he's, he got, he got delivery. delivery is everything. He yeah, has God. delivery. Really? Yes. I'm learning so much. Who yes. are your, who are your uh, comedic influences? Who influenced you? Man, what uh, you used to sneak and listen to? Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor Red, Red Fox, Miles. Maybe we watched on TV. Here come the judge. Right. Pick me, Markham. Oh and, wow. Oh yeah. Yes. See, was, a lot yeah. of people don't know, and I know Sid no. Bad know. See, Pigmeat Markham was one of uh, the earliest rap records. Thank you. That I've ever heard. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. What Just, year was that? You think? Oh man, I was a kid, so I don't. I, I, I remember. I was in the sixties, but it might have been early sixties, late fifties. We did it. No, sixties. Yeah, Here it come had the to judge. be the sixties. Sixties. Yeah, yeah. I, and I actually because my parents had the record in the house and used to play it all the time. I actually know the record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here he, here he, the cold of swing. Yeah. I'm just about ready to do my thing. I Look don't at this. want no tears, I don't want no lies. Also, I don't want no wild abides. This judge is hip, and that ain't all. He'll give you time, whether you're big or small. Fall in no, line, because this court is deep. Peace, brother. Whoa, here he come the judge. judge. Remember, yeah. remember I, I can't believe you got, you made the rap. You know, dude, he was, Cats was rap. Look, remember, we were always, our people were always musical. Always look, always work. We're wordsmiths. We're always been. Always have. From Rudy Ray Moore to the, to the, to the signifying monkey. Yes. So that was, James Brown was doing it. So when rap came around, people said, what is the, first time I heard rap, I'm in the military. And this dude, put your foot on the rock, pat your foot, don't stop. I said, put the record on, man. <laughs> and his brother, man, it's just rap, man, from New York. But then he got me. The second time I heard him, I said, show me some of that. And it was just this. I fell in love with it, then it was in music. But when I first came to Boston, I'm in the record store, I'm going to get Run DMC. And it was the beginning of white kids buying rap. And all these white kids were in the store, I couldn't get the CD. They said, well, the white kids bought it. I said, what do you mean he bought it? They said, man, they, they, I said, oh man, they're going to be white rappers now. <laughs> and this, okay, here this, we this go. is 1983, 84. <laughs> I said, there's going to be white rappers and they're going to come smarter than us. And everybody said, what are you talking about? I said, watch what happens. They love this, they don't know what it is. Because they like the gangster side of it. They like the street side of it. They like the grit of it. And most of them weren't gritty. But that's what they liked about it. And I said, next thing I knew, when, it, when uh, um, Fight for Your Right to Party, when they came out, Beastie Boys came out. Mm -hmm. Remember they said they were smart. They were, they were, they, they were the number one rap selling group. I said, told y'all. Yeah, this License is gonna the L came License out. The L came album. out. It, it was amazing. See, we never minded people taking our stuff. Uh -huh. But it's the way they would build them up like it was more than us. That bothered me. Mm, I can see that. You know what? Over the years, like early in your career, when you was doing a, a lot of HBO specials and stuff like that, you took a lot of flack 
for being clean. Yeah. A lot of flack for being. Well, actually, hurt my career. I, 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 I was dirty when I started. Oh, I didn't know that. And I was dirty when I started. And uh, I cleaned up one night. My dad, my dad was a preacher. Came to show, but my dad still would have come. I cleaned it up. And this woman said, oh, good. I can go see comedy. And I feel like, what? Like, this is going to be my job? <laughs> to be the clean comic? I said, okay, man. I'll be clean, but I'm going to be as, as, as funky. I'm going to be as hard-hitting as I can be. There's not, they're not going to pick up. I'm not cussing. So nobody picked up. I was not cussing at first. It was Hollywood. I got to Hollywood. They go, okay, what, what kind of Negro is he? What box we put him in? Is he's clean? Okay, he's the anti-Negro. He's the all-American. I said, oh, y'all picked the wrong brother. <laughs> and then they were getting meet, meetings with me. They like, I mean, he's, he's kind of crazy militant. So now it almost hurt my career because I didn't fit what they wanted. And then because I was clean, they thought I wasn't controversial. And then they would meet me and go like, oh, he's too controversial. I said, dude, you almost put myself in this strange box. Sometimes I wish I had never been clean. Oh, wow. That way people could have got over me cursing when they heard me curse. I know you curse. I said, oh, like, like that's deep. Like a curse word is deep. Like they made me deep. Now I'm more real. Now I can mm -hmm. join the group. I can join the club. Wow. Right. So what's your comedy like now? Because you're going to be doing comedy tomorrow, Saturday, yeah. at the Chicago yeah. Theater, which is amazing. I what can we expect everything. from your comedy? I still talk. I don't care about the politically correct. I still talk about everything. If you can talk about it in a room, if we can sit and talk about it here, why well, can't talk about it on stage? Why well, mm. on stage, you can't talk about things. You can't talk about gay. can't talk about black. can't talk about police brutality. We're talking about it everywhere. I'm going to talk about it on stage. It's yeah. just the way I do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to put you down, but I'm going to give you some truth. I always tell people, am I lying? If I'm lying, I'll stop. If you show me I'm lying, I will apologize and I will stop. But if I'm not lying, I'm going to talk about it. That's refreshing because I feel like we're living in such a sensitive times right now. I mean, there's always going to be bullies. You know that? Look, I think we need Look, <laughs> I think sometimes we need something to toughen us up. Now, I'm not some brutality where beating people down, taking, chasing people with baseball bat, but I needed somebody to jack me up so I learned to be tougher. Right. I learned to be tougher, but I learned I'm not going to be that bully. I learned to be tougher. But I said, it will never be a society where there's no bullies and we all are the same. They're going to figure out yeah. a different way to Thank bully, you. but there's going to be some bullies. There's always going to be somebody jumping on somebody. Yeah. That's really true. And the bully toughened me up. In your career, you did one of um, America's most favorite shows, which was A Different World. Yes. And a, and a few years ago, people have been talking about a reboot. You know, reboots yeah. started to work, Fuller yes. House and yes. stuff like that yes. on Nickelodeon. If they did decide to do a different world, would you do it again? Yeah, it's the way they would do it. I wish, I wish Debbie Allen would do it, produce it, and direct it. Okay. Debbie Allen is 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 my spiritual guru. Uh huh. She changed my life when she came on to direct a different world. But I don't think they'll ever do it. I don't think, I don't think they want that. Remember, they don't mind all these shows, but that's Cosby put it. Whether they like him or not, he put that stuff at another level. Yeah. Cosby Show changed comedy. There were no sitcoms yeah. until he came around. They said sitcoms were dead. Matter of fact, when he put it on the air, they laughed at him and they said Magnum P.I. would take him off the air. Well, Magnum P.I. got canceled. Yeah. Six Degrees yes. of Separation. Yes. We both did the Cosby Show. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You both and did the Cosby, both did the Cosby Show. Cosby and Sam L. Jackson was the stand in for Bill Cosby. Wow. Sam L. Jackson was the stand in for Bill Cosby. Wow. Yes. That that is yes. heavy. That is bro. knowledge yes. right there. And look that at him is now. Heavy. That's 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 and wasn't that heavy? That was and a you know what? what that was guys, heavy, man. What you guys were able to accomplish with a different world is when a different world premiered and came on and became a big hit, more young African Americans enrolled in college during that time period than any other time in history. And they found out even white kids enrolled in school. Right. It, it was such a powerful show. 
We, we, a lot of people didn't know about black colleges. Black people didn't know about black colleges. Sure didn't. And yeah. I didn't either. I'm one of them. I didn't know that <laughs> wow, there didn't? were all black colleges. HBCUs and I was, exist. I was yeah, a young kid, exist. but I was just intrigued. I mean, the stories were relatable. Yeah. I learned a lot about black culture. Yep. And it did actually make me very curious about college and all the issues you tackle and studying. It definitely made me a better student. It was an incredible show. And you, and your character was amazing because you played talk a about coach. AIDS. We talk about AIDS. We talk about color remember that show tackled everything yes it did every it tackled everything and i don't think i don't see shows doing that now no everybody's playing it safe now yeah they think they're tackling stuff <laughs> you know you know what shows tackling stuff What's this that? is us yeah oh this i haven't is us. seen this it us yet and this, i want to oh, purge girl, that show i know very please. well written. all i heard was the rumor about the crock pot and oh yeah, it's tackling this stuff. is us deals with everything that's what I call it. This is us. It's us. Yeah, it it's is your us. life. It's your life. It's everybody out here. And then you you had something um, after a different world that I attended every single year that you oh, had. Oh, yes, it, you did. It was Sinbad, yes. 70 Soul, and Funk Festival. Yes. I met one of my closest friends on the plane on my way to Aruba for Sinbad, 70 Soul, and Funk Festival. It was going so well. Bad, what happened to it? I heard rumors oh. that they tried to stick Phil Schaefer in there with you, you know, on Showtime, and you didn't. How'd you know? Heard, How'd you know I, about that? I heard about it because all of a sudden it was gone, and I was like, "What? We was having a ball, bro." Now Maria's out here with me. No, this thing was was born. My my family, my little small group. You know, almost ten of us put that festival on. Wow! It was an accident. I just wanted to do. I miss funk music. I miss soul music. I was gonna do a big concert in Chicago. Like the cool jazz festivals. Right. I was gonna do like the Budweiser, you know, funk festivals. I said, I'll find a house band and I'll find the lead singer for each group. But then the group started showing up. I was in my little clubs. I said, wait a minute, I can get the groups. So I was gonna do it in Chicago. I was gonna do a big funk festival. I said, no, I gotta make sure gangsters don't mess this up. I'm gonna go someplace you gotta have a passport. Exactly. Smartest yeah. move you've I ever said. I'm gonna made. make you, and we need to travel. I wanted yes. us to take over the island. Like we, based on the Black Ski Summit, Brotherhood of Black Skiers. Uh, you don't know about black people going skiing. Right. Uh, jazz festival in Cancun. That's right. I said, I want a thing that belongs to us. And it was my credit card. Dude, we had enough, we had just enough money from HBO for me to hang myself. They, oh they my thought gosh. it was gonna fail. Right. And comedy was so strong at that time, I told them if they didn't let me do the funk festival, I wasn't gonna do another stand-up. Show you how life has changed. Wow. I said, if I can't do this. So after that, they tried to do a, a, a Latin one with Gloria Estefan, then they tried to do another one. But what made mine work was I was cutting grass, I was driving bulldozers, I was doing whatever I could do to make he this thing work. You're doing every getting, yeah, single yeah. Getting your thing. hands dirty, literally. Getting my hands dirty. Yeah. Wow. We won the five festival now. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> I looked at that. that but you, know, you knew that was, I said, how did they not know? Yeah. You no, know that's kids with too much money. They, bought, they had too much, $10,000 for a tent. I got your damn money. There was too no much trust in social yes. media. Listen, there was no influencers. No, there was nothing. no social media. No. It was all word of mouth. And the cool thing about it is he island hopped every yes. single year. We started. Yep. We, we didn't go just go to Aruba. No. We went to Aruba, Jamaica, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We was all over the every place. Every year. Every year. And he brought out so many great acts that you hadn't seen in a long time. And they went on I back and yo yo Jump yeah. up with oh, Tina yes, Marie yes, and get yes. busy. It yeah. was crazy. Now, how long does it take to put something like that together? Because Fire Festival, long, we know how, how that went how down. How long it take? Five months? <laughs> Less than that. Oh, they should have called no, you. We, but you know what it is right <laughs> now? But bad. What it is right now, bro, is is 
It's the changing faces and the SWVs yeah. and the Tony Brax and yeah. all those nineties groups, bro. Oh, you know what we're Me gonna and do? You, bro. You know Let's go. Let's go again. You know Let's, Let's go. I just told what I just tell you, I said. Let's go. I'm doing one more. Don't call it I'm called the son of Funk. New Jack Swing. Yes. 90, yes. Dude, Let's this, go to another this island. This is now the 40 old people. Yes. I, remember, I was 38. I was 38 when I, I'm 62 now. So much time went by. When I did that first funk festival, I said, now it's the cats in the 40s. You know, maybe even going toward the 50s or early 40s. Bro, we have nowhere yes. to go. There's None. nothing, there's nothing None. like that that's grown and sexy. I've been thinking yeah. about this for years because the idea came from your 70s soul and funk festival. And I was like, now is the time to do the 90s. That's now right. is the time that you bring Mary, you, you bring Mary and them out one night, yes. and then you have yeah. hip hop another night. Yes. And then on another night, you have reggae music. You bring Shabba yes. and Ninja and Buju and all of those people, Shaggy and all of those people that sold was all lot. of that. I'm it's Shaka no. Demons and yes. Pliers and Dougie Fresh. And man, you take that to an island and an island and an island and an island, you'll kill them. And then what we'll do? Island. Then the summer, take it on a tour because I took Tina Marie, Larry Graham, and Earth and Fire on a summer tour. That's right. Ooh. And cool, the cool jazz festival, they changed the artists different cities so you could make yeah. this thing roll through the cities. And you know what he did not do? He didn't even do a comedy night. No, no, no he did. Straight music. Tell me how Friday. Tom Joyner. Uh huh. That 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 comedy group he has right now. Yeah. Came from that, that festival. Yes. Tom Joyner. I couldn't have done it without Tom because I didn't have no money for radio. Tom <laughs> said, "Well, man, you can make it." This how this was done. Word of mouth. Doug Banks. Tom Joyner. That's right. Oh, I would say, "Hey, God. man, here's the guest we got for this week." Tom said, "Give me Friday night," and that's when he got uh, uh, Anthony Brown off him. Mm -hmm. They became his little Friday night. That's right. But on stage, no, I didn't do, and I didn't do stand up. I hosted. No, I wouldn't do stand up. Would do stand -up. So he, he just, just hosted. Out. Brought yeah. the we energy. A, when I tell you, we had a oh. good grown oh, time. Oh, please, please. Do things like that a anymore? That sounds amazing. Time. Sexy standing up. Now my now my audience got have chance. <laughs> <laughs> this this woman brought me a picture of her whole group when they were in the thirties. Now she's sixty years old. She said, "Sinbad, when you did," I said, "Time moves so fast." Yes, and I'm glad I caught does. that. I caught that moment in time. But now. With, my brother still does one in Aruba now. Okay. Yeah, he does his own Soul Beach Festival. Okay. I want to do one more like the way I did it. And it might grow into two or three more because there's so many groups. There's so many there's groups. There's so much. You're right. I'm there. there. I know because no, I'm, I'm there. I'm yeah. there. I'm going to be 37. It's so Not hard to I'm believe. There, I'm on that stage. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh. there. With, I'm telling you. You're 37. I had the 37. Best Who's the oldest group you know? Who's the oldest? The oldest group? When you say old school to you. Boys, I don't know. The oldest group that I listen to that I'm yeah. like, this is my jam. Boys to men. I mean, See, how? See, that fits in that. Yeah, that fits in that group. That fits in that group. See, that fits in that group you're talking about right there. That's old school to you. Them yeah. little babies to me, but that's old I school mean, to you. I mean, Salt and Pepper. We, we did a concert that's with Salt and Pepper. Yeah, that's old school. Like, yeah. That's old is, school. How are you 20 years, you know, since your first hit? And, you know, I'm at that light bulb moment. Like, yeah. am I old? Like, really? You know you know, you know you're old? You go to a party, you go like, it's loud. You go, <laughs> you go to the club. Remember when, like, remember when we, oh, we used to hang. Look, we sleep now. We used to hang. I tell young kids, y'all don't get it. With no Molly. We need no that. Molly to hang. We, if there was music, if there's music happening, we was there. That's right. I look at cats as fake hanging out. Everybody's got their phone. Everybody's in, everybody, I was here. I said, you don't even share the moment. Man, we ain't have time to put no phone out. No, we're too busy living yeah. in the yes. moment. You yeah. miss the moment when your face is in the phone. No, you're the phone. Yo, get here. That's right. Yo, man, get here. That's mm -hmm. right. It's cracking over here. Yeah. yeah. I want to say there's one club still like that in Chicago. It's Sub T, Subterranean. Sub T, I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh, they're reggae yeah. night? Yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't even want to pick up your phone. You no. just vibe in and have a That's blast. That's when the music is right. And also, I like too, but I go you know, to the uh, the blues joint. 
Come on. How about oh, a DePaul? Blue, uh, Kingston, Kingston Mines. Kingston Mines. Uh, blues Kingston go to across the street. Yeah. Yes. It goes to four in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to go there. Have you been there yet? I haven't been there yet, but I'm going dude, out there. Dude. So just, I'm a bar rat. My dad's a bass yeah. player, a blues musician. So I grew I up in bass. blues. I play bass. No I play bass. No kidding. Yes. So I grew up in that bar. I'd be four That's years old in blues. Who is, great. Who, who is Memphis Red? Memphis Red is my alter ego. My band, Stank Nasty. Stank Nasty. He's my alter ego. Yeah. Bandana, do rag. Playing music, talking trash. You yeah. gotta pull up. Have you ever played at Blues or Kingston Mines? I have. Oh. I've played it. Matter of fact, I want to bring this summer. I got come. I, this stage here. I got my and my daughter. My daughter sings. She got a band. She sings in my band. I said I got to come back this summer with the music side of it. Absolutely. Bring I call it funkity. Nasty. We bring do funk nasty. and comedy. We mix comedy and funk. That's fun. Yes. That would be great. Who do you who do you look at right now and you see them do uh, stand up special and go? They are absolutely genius. You know, man. Trevor, Trevor Noah, Noah is, is he's an international brother that blows my mind because uh-huh. he talks about stuff at another level. Mm-hmm. He, he he's seen the world at another. You know, brothers don't get a chance to go to Europe. I tell people go to these go to Montreal Comedy Festival. Right, he be listening to a brother who's speaking French, a, a brother that's European, but he he also you know Russell Peters. Gangster. Russell. That's my And guy. a DJ. He's a DJ. And a DJ. And a th- big hip-hop fan. Yes. Huge. He was with me at the uh, Young TV Rap's 30th anniversary party. He'd be at all the hip-hop concerts. Man. Yeah. Russell Peters is about the most unknown rich comic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would never think to get into his comedy, but I'm going to Russell now. Russell Peters will come here oh, and please. sell out the United Center. Yes. I'm all about the female comics right now. Any female comics that you love, I love. I can't think I'll, of her it, name, but um, she did it pregnant. Oh, she Wong. Yeah, Wong. I love her. She, she did the second one pregnant. That was an accident. She said the second one was an accident. She just had to be the pregnant. The second baby's always an accident. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? But this, this, you know, one of the strongest female stamps of me was Marsha Warfield. Oh, she was amazing. Marsha Warfield. Like, they told me all these yeah. other people, this new breed. I said, y'all don't touch Marsha. Mm. Marsha didn't back up off nobody. No, she Marsha was one of the original female gangsters of comedy. I'll look her up. I don't know look who her, that is. Bad. Oh, Marsha Warfield. Oh, she's on Night Court, too. Yes. You, you ain't never seen yes. Night Court. Oh, you gotta vague, go back vaguely, and watch that. I gotta watch yeah. Night Court again. She's Chicago. Yeah. She's Chicago girl. Oh, I, yeah, now I'm gonna love her yes. that. Marsha Warfield is a beast yes. on the stand-up. Team. Yes. A big beast. Did you hear uh, Sinbad about the controversy of Steve Harvey interviewing Monique? You know, man. I want your thoughts on that. Here's, is integrity better than money or money better he, than integrity? Here's the first mistake. He tried to play Dr. Phil with her. Mm. And that wasn't your place. You know, you're an artist. I'm artist. That's me as a rapper. So right. now, so I got my show. I go, Ed, I think you should have. No, nah, man. You know what? I can ask you questions. Right. I can ask you why you did that. That's good reporting. But I think because he has a talk show now, he's done a lot, Dr. Phil. It wasn't your place to analyze her. You can ask her why she did that. And when she said, look, the reason she taped it, because if she hadn't taped it, we wouldn't have believed her. Mm. It's like you got like you no know, Jesse Smollett right now. Nobody believes. Right. So you know you know now we even put doubt in our minds. But she taped that. So when she played it back, you're like now you're saying maybe you shouldn't have done that. Did she cut her throat? She might have. But that's her choice. Right. That's like it's like saying Colin Kilpatrick. Colin Kilpatrick when he when he took that knee, he knew Colin yeah. knew. Colin Kaepernick. I might, yeah. He Colin Kaepernick. I don't know why I said Kilpatrick, man. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. You're talking facts. I get so angry about it. He knew. That's what makes me respect. Him. He knew I might not ever play another day in my life. Right. He knew he might not ever play. When Monique said what she said, she knew this might hurt me, but she had that choice. So when Steve said, hey, man, sometimes you can be careful. You can't mess up your children's money. Well, sometimes I don't want to mess up my children's integrity either. 
Your daddy could have made this money, but I didn't. Right. Because I stood up for what I believed. And all money's not good money. All money's not good money. Uh, you know, I, I, and, and then Steve said something that kind of was like, I was like, mm, I had to turn my head a little bit. He was like, uh, I, if I'm poor, I can't help. If I'm poor like you, I can't help. He said, the best thing I can do to help poor people is not to be one of them, not right. to be poor. I disagree with that. I get what you're saying. He says, we need, we can't have a fundraiser if everybody's broke. Right. So we need somebody to make money. But if I tell you the best thing I do to help you is not to be you, no, because I was you, and I know exactly how you feel. And he was broke. See, sometimes, you know, in this game, you make money, and you actually forget. <laughs> but then sometimes you don't have the super fame. Say you got fame, but you don't have super fame. Right. Like, we can fly first class, but I can't get a jet. That's right. You know, you can rent a yacht. I can get it for a day. Yeah, <laughs> if I know the guy, I got a friend. He right. got the boat. He let me take it out. So, <laughs> right out here on Lake yeah, Michigan. That's but we still can stay in a nice suite. We still can get to island so we can still have fun. Right. So my thing, sometimes I think when you get here, you really do forget this cat came to your show. He can't keep his lights on. Mm. But he can't see me. Right. And, dude, I get you. Matter of fact, I hate cats up here. See, if you're running here, I still hate you. <laughs> dude, I ain't got much when I sit with you and I hear your conversation dude I said you know I wanted to make money but I never wanted to be you I wanted to make money but I never wanted to be you matter of fact I'll knock you out mm. you know what I'm saying powerful statement that's where I'm at like I want to make big money but I want to make big money where I can still help people I can't help everybody but I hope what I do I said man let me show you this I can try to get here I can try to get there I'll do the most I can do and if you look at me yeah. and I tell you brother I was just where you're at so it can happen. I don't know how it's going to happen for you, but it can happen. But I'm not going to look at you like this. You might want to be careful how you get dressed and wear the right suit. Man, look how I dress. I dress this way because I want to dress. Right. Now, if I wanted to network, could I have done more? If I done, Yeah, I could have made some moves. I could have just said, man, next special, I'm going to do a special called Simbad, kiss my black ass. They go, oh, that's so deep. That was so deep. <laughs> do you hear what Simbad said? He's so deep. I said, I'm already deep. I'm not going to do that for you. If I do it, I do it for me. I don't do it for you. Mm. And that's the main thing. He had, I don't think, and I think sometimes Steve just misspoke. Sometimes you get very careful. You know, when words come out, you got to be careful because might, that might not mean what you meant. So you got to back, echo, I don't mean it that way. Sometimes we speak, and now it goes out in social media. It's out there. Yeah, sometimes. I, and I love yeah. Steve. And Steve has always yes. been yeah. a kind person to me yes. whenever I see him. But sometimes he's so famous now, his, his missteps are magnified Thank tenfold. Thank you. Thank like you. they're magnified tenfold. Yeah. Like he had to really come back and was like, whoo, I might not have should took that meeting with Trump. Yeah, No, bro. no one should ever take, you know what? You should never took that meeting. I thought when he took the meeting, I said, oh, he bringing a bomb in. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna blow up the Trump building. He taking one for the team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever let me, if you let me in it, I think, you let I think me. he means well. Don't let me in the like Trump. If I come to the meeting, they already know. Somebody inside the building? Run, send back to the building. Have you seen him? I ain't seen him since he walked in. Oh level the whole place. Level the whole place up. Chicago, y'all make sure that y'all check Sinbad out all weekend at the Chicago Theater. Man, I could talk to you for another three hours. Bro. I'll do, man. I think the first time we spoke, I came in. Look, when he was working in New York, it was crazy. It was three stations. Y'all was on that one little area. Yeah. And you didn't know sometimes he was going to see. 
and they were still somebody got pissed. Isaac Hayes the other right station got pissed with you. Yes, no, come on in, come on, man. I started talking. They said you ain't supposed to be. You're supposed to be at the other station. He always doing that. Hey, come on, man. He's come supposed on, to, man. He's supposed yeah. to do the kids' morning show, yeah, but I was yeah. right next door and I called him coming out. Come, come on, man. Sit back. Come on, man. Come on, come on, man. That's all right, man. Make <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey, no store one more. <laughs> I did that to him all the time. But I, I, Isaac Hayes was still one of my guests. I, I was it. still one of his guests. It Dude, was all in fun. They was so much. We fun. shared guests all the time. They were so much. Do Newark, it was Jesus, man. You know, Edmund was like, remember, these, this is cutting edge rap. I ain't talking about rap now, it's got dignity, and you go to the, you can actually sit out the wars. I ain't going this year. Right. They, they weren't even invited when they was, I ain't going. They weren't invited. They weren't invited at yes. all. Not invited. No. No. That's why the first UMTV raps, um, we did boycott of the Grammys because Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince were not invited. They gave them a Grammy. Because like, we're not, we're, we're not, no, we're not no. putting y'all on television. No. Mm-mm, that's not no. okay. So and that's why it. Yeah. I'm so thankful for, was it um, the 80s or the 90s? And you were speaking about MTV not yeah. playing any African-American no. music. They didn't want Michael Jackson. I'm so thankful for these They periods. weren't going to play Michael Jackson. So the, the label said, if you don't play Michael, you play nobody. Remember, yeah. they needed videos back then. Now MTV grew, outgrew them, but back then MTV needed the videos. And they said, if you don't play Michael. We're snatching yeah. all our stuff. Somebody said yeah. we're taking everything yeah. away. And we got to remind people about these stories because that was not that long BET ago. BET was where we were at. Remember, <laughs> I almost got mad when MTV started playing us. I said, I said, what they do? They'd snatch us from our place and we never go back to that place again. Yeah. And we got, that was the place that gave us a chance. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Sinbad in the building with us. See you at Love and Morning Show 1043 Jams. Thank you, my brother. I don't mean anything. Sinbad. It's a pleasure Anytime. meeting you. Yes. <laughs> it's a pleasure meeting you too. All right, young lady. <laughs> Hey, y'all, thanks for listening to the podcast. You know what? I don't say that enough to y'all. I really don't say thank you enough for listening to the podcast. I get a lot of really positive feedback from a lot of people out there that listen to the podcast, and I really, really, really appreciate it. Like, from the bottom of my heart, it is greatly appreciated that y'all listen um, to the podcast. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about your ass next time, next Monday, right here on Come On Side, the podcast. Come on, side. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Come on, side, side. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.